0: Everyone. Welcome to another episode of Awesome Amazing Living where we put the awe back in awesome. My name is Kayla Merrill. I am a graphic designer, yoga teacher, occasional comedian. And I'm Leslie J, mental health
1: counselor, mindfulness enthusiast, uh, founder owner of Talking Outside the Box. And this week we are discussing age uh, as it is Miss Kayla's mm-hmm. 30th birthday this month. Yep. Getting into (laughs) that third decade. Uh, So we thought, what better thing to talk about than getting older, Mm -hmm. the uh, kind of challenges, struggles, Mm. exciting things that come with getting older, um, and how we deal with that.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, and to start kind of talking about milestone birthdays... 21, you're allowed to drink. Well, I guess 18 is almost yeah, well, no, 16 even.
1: 16 for driving, yeah. 18 for college, 21 for drinking. yeah. 25, I feel like people don't talk about, yeah. but I think that is this quarter life mm-hmm. crisis time that yeah. is a big milestone, and then there's like 30. Yes. And after that, it's like <laughs> 40, 50, 60, you know, <laughs> <Whatever>. and, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's all downhill from yeah. here.
0: But <laughs>
1: neither of us agree with
0: that, which is yes. why we wanted to talk about it. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think starting with like twenty five, I feel like twenty five was definitely almost like not a rite of passage, but kind of it was, like yeah, I can rent a car
1: <laughs> without being charged yeah. excessive amounts of money. Yeah. Um. Twenty five and- was big for me. That was when I I was done with grad school mm-hmm. and got kind of my first career kind of job oh, and yeah. was like actually I think it was 24 but 25 was you know like a big year you're yeah. like kind of an adult
0: yeah yeah for me it was yeah 25 I think I was like two or three two or three years out of college so mm-hmm. I was like feeling like kind of more of an adult because yeah. I had a job that was in yep. my like profession that I chose um and that was really exciting and an apartment which is also a thing um in New York City I know
1: it's definitely a thing so 25 is usually when I think people start thinking about what they want for their life Mm, right like mm -hmm. up until that point what I saw in myself I guess was just like next steps next steps next steps like Mm -hmm. this is just what you do and then at 25 it's like oh my god like, okay, I did it. Yeah. I did it and I'm here.
0: Yeah. What
1: happens now?
0: That's interesting. I feel like we were talking earlier and I mentioned that I feel like I am almost, not delayed, but a little bit. Like, mm. I felt like I am coming into my own and learning more about myself within the past, like, three years, mm-hmm. definitely. I feel like 25, I was definitely a little bit maybe too cocky. Like, mm. oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I think I was successful and happy, but it's interesting looking back and being like, oh, you. I know. In
1: retrospect, things look a lot different. So at 25, I remember feeling like, yeah, like, I got my shit together. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And... When I look as my 30-year-old self, I'm like, please, oh my God, what a fool you are. What a freaking idiot sitting there being like, I I clinically learned this and I know what this means. Mm -hmm. And the practical application of those things in your life, I feel for me it happened, I would say closer to like 27, 28, 29 and definitely 30. This year has been... um, pretty spectacular year for mm-hmm. me and in, in terms of like personal growth and stuff but yeah, yeah it's I, I feel like 25 is we, we put a lot of pressure on it and then even yeah. more as a society on 30 yeah with like what you should be doing what yes. should be happening um and I love the idea that you're not scared of 30 either I, I was not scared of 30 no. there's nothing to be scared of
0: no and I do feel like 30 is the new 40 or 40 is the new 30 I don't know I feel like I mean especially I guess like in our generation I feel like people are getting married later they're Mm -hmm. having kids later so it's not as unusual for people to either like not be married or not have kids at this point um and it's it's just it is interesting because like I remember growing up 24 to me was like oh that's an adult like I remember I was probably 18 and my sister was 22 and I remember being like oh she's 22 she's like she's almost done college she's got an <laughs> apartment like she's so cool and then I remember when I turned 24 being like oh this this is two <laughs> years past that and like I don't know 24 for me I remember growing up was like that's when you're an adult mm. and like you've got your shit together and you should be like in a stable relationship and like mm. on your way to marriage and stuff yeah um and it's like, that's not necessarily what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And trying to think back when, what
1: what kind of ideas I had on age, you know, and I I knew I wanted to live in New York mm. as soon as uh, the first time I came here, yeah. you know, I was, I was 18. And mm-hmm. so for grad school, I think that was a pretty big deal when mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to New York. And mm-hmm. Brian and I were together then and I told him like, you can go with me or you cannot. Mm. But I'm going either way. <laughs> and that was a huge moment for me being like, I'm I get to mm-hmm. choose now like this path in my life. Where obviously I had to you know, I got to choose things before, but this felt different. You yeah. Know?
0: Because it's like you're taking it into your own hands. I under I relate to what you said about how everything kind of felt like a series of steps Mm -hmm. because yeah in high school I'm like okay I gotta I gotta do really well to get into a good college so then I can get a good job and then I was in college and I was like all right I gotta do a good job Mm -hmm. so then I can get a good job and then it's like once you graduate college like I remember almost feeling like a little bit of an entitlement kind Mm. of being like I just worked my ass off for four years I deserve a like great job like um and it's like that's not i mean for me that's not what happened i i I had grand visions of working (laughs) for a company that like fell through and i'm being like Uh, yeah uh. and so then i moved home with my parents and worked for the state of vermont for Mm. like six or eight months and saved up money so Mm -hmm. then i could move to new york yeah um But even still, I feel like when I was in New York, it was like I was at a job and then it's... I was at an internship, so it was like the next thing would be to get a real job. Mm. And so then it's like there's still kind of that wheel of momentum I guess yeah and that's it is
1: funny because I feel like a lot of people depending on who you ask mm. still will have that momentum oh, right? yeah so you get married automatically it's when are you having kids yeah if that's something that's on your horizon mm-hmm. and then once you have one when are you having another yeah and when are you buying a house and yeah, yeah. what are you like it's always next 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 mm-hmm. next next and yeah. Baxter is making I an appearance can't. on our show today. So, Baxter Cat, here Baxter, to stay.
0: Baxter T Cat has a lot to say <laughs> about growing up.
1: He does. He's, you know, experiencing some growing pains right growing now. Pains. He really, you know, has a lot of movement to get out of a system. But
0: yeah.
1: um, I think that people are still tied to this what's next. Mm-hmm. And the big flaw in that, from my perspective, oh, yeah. is what about right now? Yes. You know, there is so little emphasis on what are you doing now? Yeah. And and so much placed on this, like, okay, it's less and less so now, but mm-hmm. this idea that, like, you work for retirement. You work yeah. and you put in your time and you save money and then you yeah. retire. And, you know what, screw that. Mm-hmm. Like, I I want nothing to do with that life
0: plan. I think, oh, that's, you're saying some outrageous stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Get But that wild. is so... yeah and that's a lot of what I've been thinking about lately Mm -hmm. um because I have been freelancing and it's like it's like it's just very different and it is very different and I've been speaking with a few of my friends about this in terms of like how it was for our parents growing Mm -hmm. up and how the jobs that they had like were consistent I feel like we're like consistent steady jobs and that that was kind of like the norm,
1: yeah, like, you stayed at that job. you put yeah. in your time, and then you retired, right.
0: And I feel like that's not I don't know if it's not as unusual because it's like there's more opportunities. So it's like there's more companies that you can work at. Um but it's like it's just very different. It's, it's so different, very different. Like even me, like I remember thinking about I had I think I had worked for, like maybe, I was like starting my like fourth com like working for my fourth company in like maybe like three or four years. And I remember mm. being like, "Oh man, that seems like a lot." Because it's like my parents they stayed at, mm-hmm. they stayed at the same company for so long. Oh, I've heard that too, and it's like I just think that longevity at companies is not as it's not commonplace anymore. And it's unfortunate. Like, I mean, I think it's great if you can find an opportunity that treats you well. Oh, and, sure. like, respects what you're doing and supports you. Yeah. Financially, creatively, and all that. That's, like, that's so good. I know. Because I do find, I do think it's rare. Especially in New York City because. Oh, yeah. I feel like the pool of talent and people who are willing to work for, like less, like, less money or, like, mm-hmm. they're willing. It's, I feel like. It's not, you're not as valued as an employee necessarily I think sometimes. That's
1: honestly, the way that things have turned, mm. it's the employers are not seeing the indication that people are going to mm-hmm. stay around as long, and there's fresh new faces yeah. out We're of excited, college, yeah. and mm-hmm. they can pay them less. And yeah, we can go on a whole tangent about yeah, that. Yeah. But I also remember like wanting to work for the FBI that was my idea and just be there you know and I was so disillusioned by that whole idea I got into grad school and it was like this is not real life that's not what I'm gonna do so my first job I was making in speaking to that entitlement I was making way less than I thought I should be making yeah and um for having gone to school Mm -hmm. like post you know for seven years like four years of undergrad and three years of grad school. So I was at that job briefly, went to the next job, was mm-hmm. there briefly, mm-hmm. went to the next job, was there for a little yeah. a little while, yeah. and then finally got into a place that I was, you know, had really been working towards. Yeah. And then realized, this is not what I want. Yeah. And so I was working with friends clients in, Ooh. yeah, um, who were on – federal probation and I loved the work but hated that and this is the whole reason like talking outside box was created one I hated being in that like four-walled box without any windows drived oh my god it drove me insane yeah and I hated that like I felt that these clients could really benefit from like being present Mm. using mindfulness techniques and that's not what people want to be told you know people are like no focus on Reducing recidivism, you know, they're criminal that. so uh, so they don't reoffend. You know, focus on that. Focus on getting them, you know, assimilated into the the society and getting jobs. And it was very short term uh, minded, you know. Oh,
0: that's so interesting and unfortunate. It is. It really
1: is. But it showed me a lot about what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this idea, which had never been in my mindset before of like creating something for myself creating mm. a practice becoming an entrepreneur becoming a business owner which yeah. are all things I still like what yeah. um, but it, it's one of those things that I think in our millennial generation which mm-hmm. sidebar Kayla and I, I do not subscribe to the millennial <laughs> we are on the very very outer edge yeah. of only some brackets yeah. but um, <laughs> that is what we're known for mm-hmm. in this generation if yes. a job doesn't exist create it
0: mm-hmm that's interesting. There's also oh, kind of similar, similar-esque. The, there was a video on Facebook. I think Simon Sinek was talking about millennials and about how kind of, yeah, millennials get a bad rap yeah. because it's like, oh, they're so whiny. They're yeah. like entitled. And it's interesting. He, well, we will link this in the comments <laughs> because it's a really interesting video because he talks, about, he kind of goes through and like, um, dispels the mm. like negative connotation that millennial oh, yeah. has in terms of like well these people like we're taught like like yes, you, yes can do anything. you can do anything you can do anything and then when you go to a job and it's like well what what's happening mm-hmm. they're like uh this is just
1: your job so yeah. no I think there's a balancing point between the two and I see a lot of clients who are at that mm-hmm. age of just coming out of college and are really feeling the millennial struggle where it's like I I was sold something a lot more yes. Rainbows and Sunshine yes. than this. This is not what I, you know, signed up for. And it's almost that realization. Um, which thankfully I don't think I I went through, mm-hmm. you know, too much. I knew it was gonna be kind of what it was. Mm. But um you know there there are certain things I think almost everyone struggles with like yes. especially people who are more creative mm-hmm. or have you know kind of bigger aspirations than just yeah doing some kind of menial job mm-hmm. so it is it is one of those things that at 30 yeah looking back I'm like all right I don't really have regrets no like having taken the path that I I have yeah I feel
0: like these choices were the right ones I think so. It's Yeah, it is so interesting looking back. And just, I always imagine, like, I remember, yeah, when I was graduating school, I had this very rigid, imagine like, <laughs> dream of what my life was going to be. I wanted to work for Hallmark Cards. Mm. Um, and that fell through. And I remember just being, like, really, like, dumbstruck. Like, yeah. being like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah. And, like, if this dream doesn't work out, like, then what? I have no other dream. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, well, what else is not going to work out? And it was just so... I mean, like, it was just, I mean, eye-opening, and I feel like it's naive of me to even mm. think that, like, that would have been the job that I stayed at forever, but it's, like, that's what it was. I was, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, thats the job I want. Um, I'm gonna get it, yeah. and I'll just be happy doing that forever. Yeah. And, like, it's insane to me to also think about, like, what the alternative life that could have happened, because mm. Hallmark is in Kansas City missouri i believe and okay. so it's like it's just such a different wow
1: alternate universe
0: i know i think cheryl Strait always mentions it's like two ships pass it. you mm. can it's like two ships passing and you can see it and you're like oh, weird but yeah you're also like glad i'm not on that ship exactly <laughs> which i think is so important because you can't of course you can spend your life being like oh i wish i got this job i wish i was oh, still yeah. doing this i wish i was doing that But, yeah, like, what you're saying is, like, to stay present and be, like, Mm. here Mm -hmm. now and, like, you know what? Like, things are pretty good.
1: Exactly. And we can't – the reality of it is that we can't go back and have, Mm. you know, see through to the other choices that we could have made. Right. And that being said, we can obviously make different choices moving forward. Mm -hmm. but. That's the kind of consequence of life is that there's no guarantee that if I choose door A over yeah. door B that it's going to be the right one mm-hmm. it's just going to lead to a different set of choices mm. So, I think the the idea of, like, you mentioned you thought that's what happiness was. Yeah. And it's this almost naive, like, when yes. we're young, it's this thought of all I need are three things to be happy. Yeah, I need to
0: check off these boxes. Yes. And that'll be that. Yep. And I won't have
1: to worry about anything for the rest of my life. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's kind of, I, I'm... I'm going to say it's amazing and Mm kind of awesome, Mm -hmm. but that we can develop what happiness actually means, Mm -hmm. you know, and we can understand it deeper and deeper. And maybe despite, you know, not having every single thing that we thought was going to be happening right now, we can still have the happiness.
0: Mm -hmm. I think also the fact that happiness, what looks, What is happiness for you might not be happiness. Oh, yeah. And, like, what would have been happy for you, like, when you were 25 Mm -hmm. might not be what you need now. And I think that is also something that I'm continuing to work on in my mindset. Just being, like, you know what? Like, your perception is going to change. Mm -hmm. What makes you happy... It's, it's gonna shift like Absolutely. it's gonna it's going to be changing and like to to allow that happen because again mm. I mean I love me some rigid <laughs> rules and guidelines for myself you like so to know what to expect yes and that's like I want to like write it in stone yeah and then like never have to think about it again
1: yeah because the alternative is kind of scary to be oh, like yeah. this might not make me happy forever mm-hmm. but what I think is really empowering is the idea that knowing what makes you happy now looking back and kind Mm. of having that hindsight bias and being like okay well I didn't really know then but yet here I am and I know what is happy I know what what has developed into this happy life for me and trusting that is what you have to do
0: I think that that's another big thing trusting trusting yourself yourself. Ah. it's so huge and it's like that's something that I feel like has only kind like come into my periphery like this year Mm. is like being like oh I guess hmm I should be listening and like trusting the feelings that I'm having because it is, like, oh, the saying, like, what is it? You can only, you can only make the choice, you make choices given on the information you have mm. at that present moment. Yeah. Kind of drives me crazy. Because I'm like, <laughs> no, I should be able to make the right decision and then, like, be able to foresee the future. But it's like, that puts so much unnecessary pressure on myself. Oh, for sure. Um, And it's just so... it's hard. It's hard to trust yourself, I think. Especially, and I think like, I do think some people like are lucky enough to like figure it out when they're like 22, 24. And I think that's so amazing. But for me, I definitely think I was in, I mean like, to an extent a people pleasing Mm. mindset of like, well, I have a good steady job and that's, that should be good. That Mm -hmm. should make people proud of me and like, And it it was really not about what made me happy. And I think probably, yeah, like three years ago was kind of the first time when I was like, Mm. I'm going to see what what it's like to do things that I like doing. And, like, and, of course, I'm still, like, working through, like, not letting comparison Mm -hmm. and, like, judgment of, uh, like, of others or myself being like oh well you should be doing this you should be doing that um kind of seep in into my mindset Absolutely. but it's like it it still happens it of course still it does <laughs>
1: and I'll tell you I I have been lucky to mm. have that come to me early mm. and you know not easily either but mm. have that trust in myself and say you know what like I don't care if you don't like it
0: yeah um
1: and it, it's it's something that I would say it's a you know it's pro and a con yeah. It has both, but it is something that I have always been fairly, you know, self-confident with, but mm. that doesn't mean the self-doubt doesn't creep in, mm. you know, it's something that I, I think, um, I hope has made me uh, a better therapist to be like, yes, you can trust yourself, yeah. you know, I'm like 100%. living proof yeah. that yeah, you, you can do it, yeah. you know, and here's how you get there. You know, that, yeah, that's
0: so amazing.
1: I've seen that a lot lately with my clients, really experiencing this lack of self trust, mm-hmm. lack of listening to their own mm. voice, to their intuition, oh, man, yeah. and hearing tuning too much into the external and not enough into what's going on inside. Yeah, and that's so easy to do,
0: and it's so dangerous though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, but I do feel like it is. So common, especially, I mean, especially social media these days. But it is like what's so interesting to me is, um, I like, I love me reading some self help. Um, but I mean, it's like it's about introspection and like learning about yourself. And it's so interesting to kind of be able to take a step back and be like, oh, your phone is a distraction from yourself, Mm. Netflix is a distraction from yourself, who like all of these things. Are just removing you like you're just kind of uh, it's uh, you're like kind of like drawing a curtain Mm. across your inner stuff because you're like ah I don't want to look at this right now I'm gonna watch some Netflix
1: sure and you know what all in moderation yes balance I could never promote or be a proponent of. 100% self actualization where it's like I'm only looking at my own you know inner monologue and dialogue that would be tedious (laughs) and we're not Buddhist monks here Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. as much as I respect that I totally agree with yeah Ha- having it be a time and a place, like yes, I love to zone out on oh. Netflix oh, when yeah. it's something that for me is like self care, yeah. something that I really need. Yeah. I need to drown out the all the stuff that I have processed and gotten to. Yeah, but when you use it as. A coping mechanism, yes. for lack of a better word, yes. it is really it's problematic, yes. and it takes you away from that ability to kind of get centered, mm-hmm. get inside, mm-hmm. connected with what's happening, you know, and yeah. it, it's not a great thing. No,
0: that's another thing Simon Sinek mentions in the video that we're gonna link. Yeah, um, I he talks about how. So, if someone likes your photo on Facebook, it releases dopamine in your brain, oh, which crazy. is the same thing that happens when you drink alcohol or take drugs. So, it's like... An addiction. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, that's fascinating to me. Um, that is. But I do see... I see myself do it all the time, being like... Uh, even when, like, if I wake up and I'm like, ugh, let's just see what's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. it's like, oof, like, what are you avoiding? I know. <laughs> which is, like, it is, like, scary sometimes to kind of have those... Quiet moments with yourself. It is. But it's it's also necessary. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's yeah, it's necessary. I was feeling like I don't for whatever reason I was like feeling I just was feeling anxious yesterday morning and like something that I was really trying to be mindful of is like not freaking out about Mm. being anxious, which is something that happens. Yeah. um, of course. Or has happened in the past. Mm -hmm. And And so, through all of the self help that I've been reading, is like, okay, take a minute, take a breath, and just recognize that you're nervous or that you're anxious, and like, don't place judgment on it, and just be like, okay, and don't attach
1: yourself to it. Don't make it mean the whole day is going to be terrible because I'm feeling the way this way in this moment. Yes. As we're kind of talking about development and age, I think it's, yeah. it's more rare for someone, let's say, in their early 20s mm-hmm. to be keen to this yes. and, you know, have the insight in, yep. into introspection. Yeah. But what scares me is that as we get older and older, the generation behind us, the real millennials, um, <laughs> I think that it's less...
0: Yeah. taught
1: so yes. we're talking about uh, a generation coming into their late 20s early 30s that are not going to have that no. kind of basis point for just something quiet Ugh. something where they don't have to be completely on and mm-hmm. going uh you know 100 percent of the time so it is something that Hopefully, through yeah. our talks, yeah, through the small impact that you and I have, yeah. you know, on our small circle and the impact they have on others, that yeah. we can promote, you know, yeah. this idea of not running away from your life as it is, not needing yeah. to escape, right? You know, being here in the moment, and even if this moment isn't that fun, isn't yeah. that exciting? Yeah, and maybe it kind of sucks,
0: right? Still being here. I think that's another thing that's come, that's come with age um like a fine one <laughs> <laughs> um is kind of and i feel like again this is like the last year i'm mm-hmm. kind of having the awareness of like you don't have to always be happy or like feel like oh my god everything's perfect like exactly because that's so unrealistic mm-hmm. and it's so unfair to put that pressure on yourself like there are going to be good days, there are going to be good days, there are going to be bad days, like, there's going to be, like, good hours, there's going to be, like, bad hours, and, like, what you said about how not getting attached to, oh, well, I had a really stressful morning, so the rest of my day is Mm -hmm. going to fucking suck, Exactly. it's your mindset, I mean, like, you can, and that's something that I really was trying to kind of work through yesterday, just being like, okay, so this moment's a little, like, a little stressful, yeah. Um, and something that I used to do was like, well, why? Why is it stressful? What's What's making you stressed out? We gotta mm. figure this out. We gotta dig to the bottom of this thing. <laughs> and that would only like fuel it. Yes, and like make me feel like I was like being wound like a little spiral of <laughs> something. Like, oh, it was so like coiled up. Oh, and yeah. So like really kind of having that moment of like, cool, okay, well, you're nervous. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's all right. That doesn't mean the rest of your day is gonna be bad. Like, no. just see how the rest of it goes. And what was amazing, the rest of my day was fine. And I was like, oh,
1: sweet, cool. <laughs> like It's so true. And you know what? That happens more often than not. Mm. I think if you're able to, at least for me, like I do the same thing. I'm like, oh I'm distracted. Ugh. Why am I distracted? Yeah. What's going on? Why why do I need to get away from this moment? And then it's like, what if I'm just distracted? Who cares? Yeah. Why is this such a big deal? Yeah. And we place so much importance on, you know, being, like you said, being happy, being on. And honestly, the the older I got, the more I strive for just, like, you know, calm. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite emotion (laughs) to live in. I like being calm, and you know, I would even say like content, like happy with what I have. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I think, equate, uh, you know, content with complacency. Yes,
0: yeah. And to me, they're not the same. No, I was just as you were saying that. My brain was thinking the same exact thing. Yes, that's. And I, my brain used to think that all the time and I still think it does sometimes because it's like, oh, that means you're not working hard enough. You're Uh. not doing enough to make your career better. Like, or like you can, I mean, especially for me, it's like, I always feel like, oh, I could be making my portfolio better. I could be working on my resume. I could do this. Better, better, better. More, more, more. Yes. And it's so unfair and it's so, I think, detrimental to like just being content. And that's the same thing I was talking to Mike about the other day, like, I have been I've been writing these to-do lists um, because I was inspired by bullet journaling, which is a whole nother episode. Whole nother. But something I'm noticing is that I write my to-do lists. My to-do lists are always unattainable. It's never mm. an amount of things that I can knock off in a day. It's, wow. There's always like probably two or three things that I'm like, eh, no, I probably won't get to that. But it's like, that's such a terrible thing to do to myself. It's like I'm torturing myself because it's like... Setting yourself up for failure. Yes, And it's, I remember listening, oh, I think it was a podcast or something, maybe a TED Talk, talking about how we do that yeah, as a society. Course. Like, even, like, when you're laying in bed at night, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't get done A, B, and C, and D. Like, well, I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. So it's like, you're, you're not even, like, you can't even prep for the next day because no. you're already down on yourself for the current day. And it's like, cut yourself some slack, man. Like, Seriously you gotta just be easy and I think that's another thing that like I'm looking forward to continuing to learn
1: it's an active choice and that's what's so hard about it is that it doesn't come naturally no people don't I think uh you know understand that enough they think okay I'll do it once and then it should just stick it's like that's not true um you you have to actively make this choice so You know, you're hearing it from two people who are pretty (laughs) self-actualized, you know, trying, getting there, working working on it, it. Um, that are are telling you, like, this is a serious choice that you make in that moment. Like, am I going to give in to my anxiety? Am I going to give in to the frustration, to the inadequacy?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: it's not to say that we don't have those feelings. Of course we do. But how do you choose to approach it? Yeah. You know?
0: I, yeah, I think that's so important. It's I,
1: always a choice.
0: It is. It's so important. And it's so important, like, and it's also okay to, like, not feel like, if you feel like you made maybe the quote-unquote bad choice, like, okay, so, like, maybe I did wake up and, like, look at Instagram this morning, like, and to not beat yourself up about it. Exactly. I think that, like, it's okay to cut yourself some slack yep. and, like that's
1: so black and white people think like it's all or nothing you know it's either if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it a thousand percent Mm -hmm. and you know what that's something I've learned more and more as I get older life is in the gray area oh yeah I share that all the time with my clients and hopefully they you know by osmosis and repetition (laughs) they'll start to live it but if more people could recognize that Life is not, it's usually not in the black or white yeah. in this like I have to do this mm-hmm. to be successful yeah. and I can't do this ever right. if I want to be successful. It's like no, that's not true. That's not
0: true at all. Yeah. I think that's very, I think that's a hard thing for people to learn and I know that I'm still working on it because it is. It's I, easier that way. It's easier to think black or white. Yeah, because then it's, you don't have to deal with all the weird in between stuff. Uh, you can just write things off as of being like, oh, no, it didn't bad. work bad. Yep. Yes.
1: Um, it is true. It's something that, um, it, again, active choice to be in the gray area, active choice to be present and in the moment. Um, it's not something that necessarily is going to come easy and you know what yeah. why does it need to right you know if we're talking about creating an intentional life mm. and understanding that what you want maybe isn't what you have or what you need yeah true yeah. very true then you have to make a different choice to get there and it's not just a one-time choice it's like a, you know pretty uh, repetitive yeah. constant choice of being like all right I need to do something a little different
0: and yeah and kind of having that recalibration of Mm -hmm. like well all right that didn't work out yeah maybe we can try another choice and not I think that's something that yeah is still challenging for me is to not kind of beat yourself up about being like oh god I should have known better I should have chosen the other choice I knew it was gonna happen and like you're kind of setting yourself up. Failure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know as humans
1: I don't know why maybe I'll read some kind of study one day and mm. understand why we're, we're hardwired to do that but for right now operating under the assumption that like that is the norm. Yeah. That is what the kind of default mode is. Yeah. And you know some people choose it. Some people choose to live a little differently. Right.
0: And like you're allowed to walk in both areas from time to time and you're also allowed to make mistakes I think that's something that I feel like is very again kind of with the black and white like you can't make mistakes oh you made a mistake god you're a bad person Mm -hmm. or like you can never recover from that it's like you don't have all the answers no one has all the
1: answers and at 30 I think it becomes a little more apparent yeah that the mistakes made still kind of weren't mistakes because they taught you something you know usually I'm not going to say always but usually when you kind of have a good you know grounded head on your shoulders Mm -hmm. you're not going to make these detrimental mistakes that are going to be so destructive to your future so just kind of reminding yourself, like, and maybe that's what 30 is for. The yeah. 30s yeah. is for making those mistakes. And the the stakes are only higher. We're, like, super adults now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we we have our whole rest of our lives ahead of us yeah. to choose whatever it is that we want to choose. And there will be mistakes. It's unrealistic to think that there's not yeah. going to be. So we have to just understand, like, you know, part of life is about making the mistakes, seeing what's right, understanding that it's part of the process, it's yeah. part of the journey, and then still
0: coming out of it okay. Yeah. I agree. I think maybe we can – I'm going to pose one question, okay. one final question, uh, as mentioned on Broad City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what was it? I think, yeah, um, Abby's family always asks – Whoever's birthday it is, oh. what was their? I don't think it's best moment, but I think it was like their most valuable moment, maybe, mm. um, from the previous year, and mm. what they hope for the next year. Oh. and I'm gonna pose that question to both of us. Okay, I will go first. All right, since yes, my birthday's happening soon. I think I want to kind of honor the work that I've been doing, the self work that I've been doing, um, to kind of work on these mental patterns that have been that I've been kind of stuck in for the past 29 years Mm -hmm. um and I'm really excited like it's been it's hard work um but I'm excited that I am kind of doing this introspection and also the fact that I did do a yoga teacher training this year which is really amazing a nice kind of self-investment um and I'm looking forward To next year, to doing more of the same and really Mm. kind of building on that, trusting myself, and like you're saying, like being okay with saying no Mm -hmm. and being okay with, well, my opinion might not be liked by everyone. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and just going with the flow and being content. I like that. I I like that a lot.
1: So, for me, my biggest, best. I, I guess experience this year was living mm. in Italy yes I feel like I'm gonna ride on that wave as long as I can you but should. It, seriously that was one of the most incredible decisions for myself personally for my marriage yeah. for my life that yeah. I could have made it taught me so much and the big challenge there is not losing everything that I gained. Yeah. Getting back to real life. Yeah. Um, And that's been, again, an active choice. Something that has to be an active reminder for me. And what I'm looking forward to this year is really breaking out of my comfort zone. Mm. Doing the, you know, Awesome Amazing Living Yay. podcast with you. Yeah. We have our retreat that we're planning oh uh, for later in the year. I can't wait. Things that make me feel scared shitless and excited I want to live in that bubble because I feel supported I feel content in my heart to do those things and it feels just safe enough uh, you know unsafe a little too but I want to live more in those moments so happy birthday month Kayla thanks for joining us go do something awesome and think about how you're choosing these moments in your life this is it
0: Oh, I love it. Stay awesome.